You would look good in one of Big T's tees. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends Rugby League Season, a podcast as excited about the past as history books are. It will be unbelievable and I think it... It probably would be a dream that we're chasing, and um, I just hope we go good. You found me, your boy Big T, wearing a beautiful Big T's tea, and just walking, meandering through the fantastic lane that is memories. Uh, this episode, we're looking at the year 2010. Fantastic time uh, to be a football fan. Lots of crazy things happening, lots of different teams getting premierships. Uh, obviously, the Roosters and Melbourne are in in and around all of them, but uh, in all around those grand finals, but different teams, an absolute excellent run um, of different teams getting it bang after bang after bang. And obviously, a whole bunch of fantastic players. So we're going to get into that. Uh, I think usually I love talking about grand finals this time, or is it towards the end? Hmm, let's do it towards the end. Now I kind of want to lean straight into some players, and, and these aren't the greatest players, the greatest five players of the 2010s. I certainly don't want to give the impression. Some of them may have also debuted in the noughties, even the 90s. Uh, some of them may have gone on to do great things also in the 2020s. These are just, when I think about the, the teens, the 2010s, these are the five players that jump up straight to my brain. Um, there are a whole bunch of, of notable exceptions, and I'm sorry about that, particularly Greg Inglis. I'm sorry, big boy, I love you. But uh, the, these are the first five that, that came to my mind when I wrote them out. Uh, and so let's do it. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. James Tedesco. Lots of players like playing with a fullback, James Tedesco. They often say, you're really good. And James says, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, obviously, from the West Tigers junior system, ended up playing for us, played exceptionally for us, such a great player, consistent player. Had some issues with um, injuries, which were sorted out um, by changing his running style from memory. Um, and so from there, just an absolute powerhouse. Tackle breaking, uh, super epic freak try, merchant. Uh, unfortunately, because the Tigers were never amazing with him, we would often get into that red zone area and just throw it to Tedesco and help. Roosters saw that, saw that they could put an incredible team around him and since then he's won a bunch of premierships he, he you know new south wales australia absolute gun of a player wish him all the love and success in the world a great family as well and i hope he has success forever jonathan thurston jt with the bulldogs the scene he did just burst in but in north queensland is the heart of jonathan thurston so poetics, I just scramble of words to try and get something to rhyme with Thurston. You're welcome, guys. You're not going to find that kind of rugby league poetry anywhere else, that, that quality. Uh, well, commitment to a bit. Speaking of commitment, though, th this man would chase down his own kicks for 80 metres and then tackle that fullback in the in goal. That guy would compete on anything, sometimes to the point of, of problems, where I, I distinctly remember in the 05 grand final, he was pulled out and told to stop spraying the um, touch judge who just happened to be uh, touch uh, sorry, rugby league referee Hall of Fame Matt Chetton but uh, the drop goal in 15 everything he did for the Cowboys and for Queensland uh, 
obviously the Cowboys was incredible. The Queenslander hated at the time, but I could see how great he was. And Australia, everything he did for those teams. Fantastic player. And off the field now, fantastic ambassador. Robbie Farrar, Roberto Farrar, claimed Leichhardt with heart and skill, the king on his throne on that beautiful hill. Roberto Farrar, I mean, this man, like Benji, captures our club, is our club. A lot of people want to talk about it, you know, the problems he's had with the coaching staff there or whatever, and, and that's okay. I get why people would want to bring that up because it's anecdotal and, and funny for them, but... Really, in terms of a player on and off the field, just an incredible leader, great um, organiser, great amount of effort and skill and um, commitment, love for our club, moved around a bit but came back. Thank God, what a great storyline that was. Great to see him in the blue shirt in a coaching capacity because he has that communicative skill uh, and leadership and, and vibe. Loved that he played for Australia, New South Wales. Um, fantastic vice captain and, and, and captain, and, and I'm glad he also played for Lebanon. Just an incredible footballer. It's a big night for a debutant. James Maloney. James Maloney. Doesn't matter if his team is down and blue, they'll get it done because Jimmy wins is true. It's an unusual one to put in, particularly over um, people like Thurston or, or Cameron Smith or, or Greg Inglis, which are other people that you might think of during 2010. But there's something about him coming back into Origin Camp or him moving around from the Melbourne to the Warriors to the Sharks, the Roosters, and just everywhere he goes, taking that club to a grand final or, or close to. It's just there's something about him that, that resonates about 2010s and, and when I think about that time and bringing us out of trouble in Origin, bringing playing so well for the Kangaroos. There's, there's a real thing about him. And there's also his larrikinness on, on things like the footy show or uh, and the loveliness that he has with his kids and his wife. And, and I don't know, there's something about James Maloney and, and he's one of the guys that I definitely thought about while thinking about the 2010s. Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk would study the game like it was an important test, which is how he became a class above the rest. He's in there now because uh, all of those premierships he won with the Storm uh, in the teens, obviously the ones in seven and nine are, are debatable, but uh, with the Storm and then to go and win them as well with the Roosters, you know, he's a real now person that, that will be talked about for a very long time. Obviously a Hall of Famer. I don't know about Immortal, but, but certainly up there in terms of when people look back at this period of time, there's no way that that future kids won't be looking and listening to, to great stories about Cooper Cronk and his heroism. And then also his insight and amazingness now that he does uh, on the sideline is, is really interesting and insightful and just plays to how fantastic he was as a player and a student of the game. Uh, and yeah, just on and off the field again, there's something about people on and off the field, the great family nurse loved him. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, bruh! Now, of course, my opinions aren't worth anything. They're, they're probably about the worth that this podcast cost you. Um, and so what isn't valuable is hearing our entire community. And of course, rugby league, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people. And I'm lucky enough to follow quite a lot of the greats. Put this, uh, put this out there. And of course, rugby league Twitter got back. In fact, I think I got more about this cohort than any other uh, no, that can't be true. I think the tw the two thousands was was huge. At the Steves eighty nine, 
hasn't been the same since the Sivo hit. I think he's talking about Tedesco. King of the North, he must be doing this in, in order, I think that's JT, has had a few enemies along his career. I've got no idea who he's talking about there. Hates boots and being signed at the same club. I think he's talking about James Baloney. And great player, but captained the biggest grand final loss in history. Uh, oh, he must be thinking about the 2008 one. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, at Ben Pugsley. Tedesco is just all class, works his ass off, always there in support and can create gun. JT, best competitor of all time. I love when he'd throw a dummy and then you'd see his head, the heads drop as he put the power down and you knew he'd sold it. Farah, how many coaches? Oh, that must be what he's saying. He made a whole bunch of career. Uh, that's who was talking, the other guy was talking about with the career problems. Maloney, funny and loose, winner, and Cooper, relentless execution, that knows. <laughs> At Andrew Star 1000, Ted, how did we let him go, etc., etc. JT, shaking his head and champion. Farah, being a prick at a member's function, would boo Santa. Wow. Uh, Maloney, pest and champion, Kronk, sinews, and owing C. Smith with a broken shoulder in a grand final. Owning, sorry, Cameron Smith with a broken shoulder in a grand final. Views, of course, are our own. I don't know if I said that at the beginning. Uh, Basie, zero six. Teddy, second best fullback. Thurston competed for everything. Farah punched the fuck out of Watts. Maloney, greatest sharks, 5'8". Kronk, stop fucking yelling at me for 20 minutes in commentary. Wow, Adam, bizarre. Uh, at Kate, Kate Cornish. JT, the best football player I've ever watched. Could make something out of absolutely nothing and never, ever gave up. His competitive nature was contagious and he lifted his teammates with an individual brilliance. I miss watching him every week, but I've always got the 2015 grand final. There you go, mate. Like a Tiger 7. Teddy, once a Tiger, always a Tiger. Still loved watching him play. JT, one of the all-time greatest, but I loved his referee conspiracy theories above all. <laughs> Robbie, my first ever favourite player. Loved the club above all else and made my day when he came back under Ivan. Well said, LT. Uh, at HF2 underscore zero underscore two underscore zero. Picasso Owen. Kronk, my all-time favourite player, one of the most improved players to play the NRL had to work so hard to become the Storm halfback and never got as much hype as Slater and Smith. Loved his combination with Kiri and he and will always remember his kick to Val Game 3 of Origin. At Fish on Heat, one of my favourite names ever. Tedesco scoring the winner in Origin, being a gun fullback with his insane combinations and speed and strength. Thurston, a great player, but the most overrated player in the game. If he was uh, good as people say he was, he would have won more than one comp with the cows. Contentious. At 4878. Hmm, Jono. Tedesco, great talent. 25% of the big four, nearly a Raider, played an origin with what looked like a colostomy bag. <laughs> JT, my, my goat, generational talent and icon, immortalized in bronze, one of the greatest members of Queensland's greatest age, passion personified. Farah. Scaled the heights as a youngster. He and Benji could have ruled the world and did for a brief moment, drinking on the scoreboard, shafted by those who gave so much, to by whom he gave so much. At Swiss underscore Cowboy underscore 78, James Tedesco, the ball hogger. Not sure about him. 
as he's still playing, but his form declined in the last couple of years. Wow, contentious. Jonathan Thurston, the Messiah who brought us the Holy Grail, can't stand his laugh. Robbie Farah, the schnitzel merchant who secured Queensland and Origin Dynasty and the Tigers the ninth place for a decade. James Maloney, the barbecue master, an absolute lunatic on the field, but success followed him around. Uh, Cooper Cronk, the perfect killer, sharp analyzing combined with uh, perfect execution. Literally, Ken Winogram won with one arm <laughs> behind his back. At Benchara Rob, Benchara Rob, Thurston, a chicken-legged promising kid that gave his Bulldogs winning medal to Captain Prince Price, sorry, and Asta chosen over him as Canterbury's future. Graham Murray taught him to tackle, and at his peak was the greatest player in the game. The reaction to the miss grand final sticks out and his laugh. Uh, at Jacko Mato, Tedesco starting off an extremely talented athlete, but since his move to the Roosters has developed even further into a complete footballer and true leader. Sorry, complete fullback. Uh, has been playing really selfishly this year to provide extra support to his young halves. Thurston, one of the all-time greats, unreal competitor, very tactically astute, has the best show-and-go we've ever seen. Farah, very polarizing. I think he would be remembered much differently if he had more success post-2005. Was a good player, but I think his selfishness would get him in the way of the team achieving their goals. Interesting. Maloney, one of the NRL's most underrated players. Every team he was either uh, was at either had success or came very close to it. If he'd won just a few more games, he could have had at least four premierships. Come across as a lovely guy too. Kronk, the Iceman. Not many players showed up uh, after time. Oh, sorry, showed up time after time when the pressure was on like Kronk did. Imagine winning a grand final in your final three seasons. <laughs> what an amazing thing to say. At Ben Pugsley again. JT's laugh is my ringtone. <laughs> Good. At Mofo Storm fan. Maloney, journeyman extraordinaire. J2, the second best half to play with a busted shoulder. <laughs> Freddie, the new Billy. Robbie, beers on the scoreboard. Cooper Cronk, goat number two. At Gene Irvine 12, Robbie Farrah. If Cameron Smith didn't exist, we'd be talking about Robbie being one of the best hookers of all time. And we welcome Gene Irvine. You are very welcome in this place. Oh, Benchara Rob's back. Cronk, an assassin, a winner. Best game manager in NRL history and arguably the best halfback too. Nailing a game-winning field goal for almost halfway that broke New South Wales hearts sticks out as well. Was the missing ingredient needed for the Chooks to win back-to-back grand finals. One with a bung arm. Maloney, larrikin yet consumer, uh, consummate professional. Winner which every club he played for. Great goal kicker, conceded a lot of penalties, played above his weight, barbecuing on his own. <laughs> Farah, the heart and soul of the club, my captain, greatest attacking hooker in the NRL history, hard worker, loyal, fiercely determined. His poor treatment by the West Tigers ripped my heart out. Best memory, being in his guard of honour for his 300th and being his friend. I take a bullet for him. That 300th game, Rob, is the, the 300 at Leichhardt, I'm assuming you're talking about, is one of my greatest memories of all time, rugby league memories of all time, and so I'm really glad that you've reminded me about that. See, memory lane, guys, isn't the best? At Rooster Jams, Farah, and the Tigers, Benji, I have a soft spot for. My grandfather was a huge Bowman fan, and the Tigers 2005 sent him up uh, a happy man. Passed away a week later. James, oh, heartbreaking, but I'm so glad that happened that he got to see it. 
Kronk is probably the player that holds the record for the shortest stint at a club to become a club legend. Hated him for 15 years before that. Tedesco was my borderline favourite player before joining us. The day he signed for us was one of my favourite moments in footy. Wow. Uh, Benchara Rob's back, but let's go to Hannah... Uh, Hannah, Princess underscore Han underscore. James Tedesco, traitor, had the chance to be a leader we desperately needed, but took the coward's way out. Oofed. Jonathan Thurston, Queensland legend, always loved watching him play. Robbie Farrer, mixed feelings, club legend, but didn't like what he did to Potter. James Maloney, uh, a pest, but a likable pest. Cooper Cronk, an absolute legend, but I would have liked to see him go to a struggling club when he moved to Sydney to test himself. I mean, I've put together a sign this petition thing here um, to try and get Cooper to come to the Tigers. Didn't get off the ground. At Benchar, Rob Tedesco is back. Once in a generation player, too quick for his own body, which forced him to change his running style. Uh, the try he scored when seemingly beaten the whole entire Cowboys team at Leichhardt Oval was a bittersweet memory now. At Matt's underscore sport, Jonathan Thurston, a ragtag scoundrel who matured into a strong leader. Always an incredible talent. We should have let Anasta go for Thurston, but I don't think he becomes the same player if he stays in Sydney. Wow, that's a really good take. Interesting. Cooper Cronk, tough mentally and physically, skilled and underrated for most of his career, a great rugby league mind. If I had to pick a halfback to play for my life, Cooper Cronk in his prime is who I'd choose. Wow, I love that we ended with that one, Matt Sport, because you've just heard it there. It's almost 10 minutes of just fantastic insights from the people on Rugby League. A lot of similar thread lines, but a lot of other interesting insights or or completely contradictory views, as is the way that Rugby League goes. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Oh, the 20 teens. It's when I got onto social media, so I have a very unusually different take on the 20 teens. Um, listening to podcasts incessantly and, and doing the Twitter thing and Instagram thing. Big T being invented in the teens means that the teens are a slightly different way of looking at football than all the other decades. Great times. Great to see um, South finally get their premiership in the 14, seeing the cows in the 15, seeing sharks in the 16s, seeing a back-to-back. Um, just so many great, great grand finals that happened during that time. I hope you get some time to go back. NRL website's great for this kind of stuff, to go and look at those uh, grand finals. So if there's, if there's been some things that have jolted your memory, you want to go back and have a look, do it. Also, tag us in it. Hit up that at the Biggest Tiger Tell Me, which you've been doing around memory lane if you, if you get there. Um, and of course, if you're keen on memorabilia around this time, there's a bunch of original and interesting uh, big TTs to the website. All of those information's in the show notes. I'm also up for suggestions. If you've got one that you really want, I'm going to do. I'm happy to listen to you and have a crack at it. Um, just hit me up because social media is not a bad place. I'm happy to take on advice from those people. Enjoy your sport for another week. Enjoy your memories for another week. And we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.